It's Monday of the first week of Lent. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. Today, the Collect Church for our Roman pilgrimage of mind and heart is Saints Cosmas and Damien on the Roman Forum, which was built into the ancient halls of the Temple of Romulus. And we proceed from here to the station, San Pietro in Vinculi, St. Peter in Chains, on the Opium Hill, which is an outcropping of the Esquiline. Sixteen centuries ago, this is where the prefecture was located, where many Christians were condemned to death. The original church was erected in 431 in the time of Celestine I, and it was dedicated to Saints Peter and Paul both. Tradition holds that the chains which had held St. Peter in the prison in Jerusalem had been given to the Empress Eudoxia, who in the 5th century gave them to Pope Leo the Great, who rebuilt the church and placed the chains here, there, for our veneration down to our day. Also here are the relics of the Maccabee brothers, as well as Michelangelo's great statue of Moses, originally made for the tomb of Julius II in 1513. In the nave of the church, you see columns from the portico of Octavia, which is still standing down in the Jewish quarter of Rome. In the older form of Holy Mass, the Vetus Ordo, the texts for Mass were influenced by the theme of imprisonment. Consider that Christ told Peter on the shore of the Sea of Galilee when he questioned Peter about his love three times to undo Peter's threefold denial, that one day Peter would be bound and taken to where he did not want to go. That would happen, of course, in Rome. Peter would be bound in chains and taken to the Circus of Caligula on the Vatican Hill, and there crucified upside down and buried in the nearby cemetery. Chains are, in a sense, the symbol of the Petrine and Apostolic vocation. The first reading in the Vetus Ordo today is from the prophet Ezekiel about how the shepherd pastures his sheep by running waters. This scene is depicted in the mosaics of apses of Roman churches. In the reading, the shepherd goes out looking for the lost sheep. He, too, is a good shepherd, prefiguring our good shepherd. The gospel is about how the good shepherd will separate the sheep from the goats. Remember, today we are in the heart, we are in heart and mind at the church where the chains of Peter are preserved. But the shepherd rescued his chief, sheep, Peter, from prison, so that he could serve him and then die in Rome. These things remind us that being a Christian has consequences. Being a Christian isn't just resolved in thinking pleasant thoughts. From Meditations on Death, Preparing for Eternity by Thomas Akempis. My friend, it is most useful for you to call to mind frequently and assiduously the reality of your own death. This indeed is the one universal reality of our human condition. For in this life, some are rich while others are poor, some are masters while others are servants, some learned while others are simple, and some are blessed by happiness and good fortune while others are struck down by misfortune and calamity. Yet all face death with equal certainty. And though death itself is a certainty, its time and manner of arrival are profoundly uncertain. So consider, firstly, the uncertainty of the year, month, day, and hour of your death. Death often arrives with no or little warning, coming like a thief in the night, or descending upon us unexpectedly, like a falcon swooping upon a hapless dove. 
Often it arrives on the occasion you least expect it, and at the time when you are least prepared for it. Very often death comes to a person when he still expects to have much longer to live, and looks forward to an abundance of time in which to repent for his sins, to amend his vices, and to improve his life and conduct. My advice, therefore, is to live as if you could die at any moment, and to live each day as if it could be your last, and be mindful that this is no idle or hypothetical speculation, or a merely morally edifying imagining, but a frighteningly real and imminent possibility at all times. In fact, it is not a possibility only, but it is a certainty, for while everything else in the future course of your life, your successes, your future, your prosperity, your poverty, your happiness or wretchedness are unknown, hidden and indeterminate. Death is the one thing of which you may be absolutely sure.